0: And now on Radio 4, just what we've all been waiting for. Yes, it's time for yet another return of the legendary Count Arthur Strong. Throughout his long and distinguished show business career, spanning a very, very long time indeed, Count Arthur has always done his best. A star of light entertainment, he's often delighted people like you on radio and flickering box, a constant friend in a changing world in the corner of your living room. Join him now for this week's Count Arthur Strong's radio show.
1: Right.
0: Just carefully pour that in there. Good. Now... Mix this in with some of that. Careful not to put too much in. The temperature is critical. <laughs> 250 degrees Fahrenheit, and not a druggie more. Deuce, it's hot in here. Must make a note of all this in my journal, so that others may study my work. If anything goes wrong, I must have a record of it for posterior. A prostrate. <laughs> oh, posterity. Good. So carefully pour 50 cc's into the glass receptacle. And there we have it. Finished. My first jar of my own range of Piccalilli. <laughs> I wonder what it tastes like. What is that flipping music for crying out loud? Like someone's died or something. There was a time when they had decent music on the wireless list. Like, um,. Clodagh Rogers or uh, Cliff Richards. Even the um European Fish Wars, Cliff Richards. Uh, uh, Eurovision. The Eurovision Fish Wars. Contest! Oh, anyway. Here look at all these jars, eh? With special labels and everything, with a cartoon of me on, just like um Oh um him that did um Butch Cassidy. Um, uh, Paul McCartney. Oh, no, no. Paul McCartney, he was a Herman Hermits. Um, <laughs> that other one. Um, Paul, Paul Newman. Oh, that's it. Oh, it was a good film, that. Butch Cassidy and the sun-dried kid. <laughs> <laughs> that bit when they jumped off the top of the cliffs into the river. And as they're jumping off, he turns to Paul McCartney. And he says... Oh, um, uh, Butch Cassidy. And um, he says... I can't swim. Oh, dear. He should have told them that before they started the film. <laughs> it's a bit late when you're halfway down, isn't it? His, um, his wife did the sausages with no meat in them, Paul McCartney. That's why I got mixed up All made out of vegetables. I've never heard of anything so ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I bet people were buying her sausages and using them as their vegetables and then getting proper sausages to eat with them. Oh, that's what I'd do. Um, you can't just have vegetables by themselves. it like having Fred Astaire without Ginger Baker. Oh, unthinkable. Anyway, I'll be raking it in when my penicillin hits the supermarket. Oh, pick-a-lily, I mean. <laughs> Looks the same written down, that's why I said that. Um. And this is just the start. I'll have my own um dripping and everything. Count Arthur Strong's dripping. Imagine that. Oh, who is that now?
2: You're all right, all right, dear me. Good morning, Count Strong.
0: <laughs> what are you doing here, Malcolm? I've come for my class. Not today, is it, your audition for um what was it for? It's got animals in it, hasn't it? Cats.
2: Yeah, it's the savvy. I'm dead nervous. I keep going to the toilet. Well, I
0: am quite busy at the moment, you know. oh, I tell you what, you can have the first taste of my piccalilli I've made. Come on, come in. <laughs> you can be what they call a scapegoat. Uh, a goat horse. Uh, a gift horse. Oh, sod it, you know what I mean. The the like hamsters. A fox. No, they're much smaller than foxes. Rabbits? Oh, now you're just saying the first thing that comes into your head. <laughs> look, if you haven't got anything sensible to contribute... Oh, a guinea pig! You can be my guinea pig. Told you, that's what they are, guinea pigs. And they eat pick-a-lily? Do they? <laughs>
1: hmm. That
0: might be another outlet for me, pet food. I'll, I'll look into that. Right, come on, sit down at the table. I'll get a spoon. We used to call it Pickled Willie when I was little. What? Oh, I can't find a teaspoon. You'll have to use a big one. What about my audition speech? Oh, there's plenty of time for that. You don't need to worry about that under my tutelage and stewardship. Um, now, what I'm going to do is, I've got some shop-bought Pickle and mine I've done to a secret recipe peculiar to myself, which only I know what's gone in it. And... Ah. That will die with me, Will, that. Um, just like Mr Cripplin's cakes. Um... <laughs> now, Malcolm, for this part of the test, I'm going to blindfold you with this tea towel to deprive you of your senses. And you've got to tell me which is the best one. And I want you to be quite truthful. You must tell me what you think. Don't be psychophantic because of who I am, Malcolm. I will not thank you for it. Can you say anything? No. Right. Taste this one. Don't say anything yet. Have you swallowed it all? Yes. Now try mine. Oh, this one. Um... (laughs) Try this one. (laughs) Which do you think was the best, then?
2: one's horrible. It's on my mouth.
0: Oh, I should have known better than to ask you. It's a bit on the spicy side, that's all. Uh,
2: Which one's yours?
0: I'm not at liberty to disclose that um, because of the nature of the way we do these surveys. I have to remain anonymous in the pursuit of foul play. Uh, fair play, fair play. Well, I hope it's not the second one. You've said enough now, Malcolm. Thank you. Don't push it. I trust you're not going to be so opinionated at your cat audition because they won't like that, you know, the cat people. Can we start now? Have you brought a speech? Yes, I've been working on it like mad. Good. Now, uh, just take a moment to centre yourself. Uh, breathe deeply right up from your um, diaspora Um, (laughs) because if you don't breathe from your diaspora you'll be talking out of the the back of your throat and you will sound like Mickey Mouse and that will register with them at your audition because they're looking for cats, not mice (laughs) (laughs) they will be on the lookout for that kind of thing Um, so that's something just to have in the back of your drawer of head. Of mind. Look at your mind. Oh, anyway, come on. time marching on. I've got to get down to Jerry's calf for the lunchtime rush. We're doing a trial of my lily. Oh, in fact, you can carry my box of jars for me. Here, here. Have you seen my labels I've had done? Look at that. Who's that on them? Looks like one of the Seven Dwarfs. Grumpy or dopey? It's me, you idiot. My butcher's eldest did it, David. It's a, it's a caricature. Like what the um famous Hollywood actor, you know, um Butch Cassidy. Like what he had done on his labels. I've never heard of him. Well, you ought to brush up on it. They might be asking you a question or two about Butch Cassidy and his chicken sauces this afternoon at your audition. They'll be trying to trip you up, don't you worry about that. It's cats I'm going up for, not fifteen to one. It's all show business related.
2: I don't know anything about cooking.
0: I'm not saying they will, Malcolm, but it's a possibility. In this game, you should always accept the uninspected.
1: <laughs> well,
0: I'll write that down. What's his name? Butch. Cassidy. And the, um, uh, Sam Dance Kid. Put that as well, just to be on the safe side. Uh, they probably won't mention the, uh, Sam Dance Kid because, to my knowledge, he didn't do any of the cooking in the film. Um, <laughs> He had a girlfriend. She would have done all his cooking, I would imagine. Hey, mind you, she did spend half the film on the crossbar of the other one's bicycle, so I don't know what was going on there. <laughs> Probably a uh, uh, women's libber or something. <laughs> right, um, anyway, come on, let's get on. I have a uh, lot to do today. Um, look, we'll do this properly. Go out of the room and come back in, and we'll pretend I'm them auditioning you, just like they will. Come, come. (laughs) Come, come. Oh, just bloody well come in, will you, Malcolm, you gormless idiot. (laughs) Good afternoon.
2: Name? uh, Oh, sorry, gonna come in again, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, that's a good start, isn't it, for the dress rehearsal? Pull yourself together, you're a bag of nerves. Now come in again, and this time I want you rimming with confidence. Um, A little trick is, if it helps, is to imagine me with no clothes on. I can't do that. Oh, suit yourself. Oh, just get in here with you. Good afternoon. Lovely day, isn't it, Malcolm? Oh God. no, wait until I ask you what your name is.
2: You didn't do that last time. Oh, just shut up. Name, Malcolm. Malcolm de Tinsel. Malcolm de Tinsel. That's not your name. It's me new stage name. I just thought it sounded dead god. Oh,
0: dear me. You want to call yourself something like Rock Hudson did.
2: What are you wearing, by the way? You're not going like that, are you? Uh, no, I've got some leg warmers. My grandma nissed me uh, in my shoulder bag. Uh, yellow and black, horizontal stripes and a beret.
1: Yeah.
2: why don't you go the whole hog? Stick two of my pipe cleaners in your
0: hat and you can go as a bumblebee. <laughs> So, do you not think it's appropriate? I'm past caring to tell you the truth. (laughs) Now, before I ask you to do your speech, tell me, do you have a cat of your own?
2: No. (laughs) Well, yes. (laughs) Well, we had one, but it ran off and didn't come back, and we realised that another family was feeding it, so my Uncle Michael said that they could keep the effing thing. (laughs) (laughs) If you'll pardon my French. Oh, for crying out loud.
0: Look... (laughs) If they ask you a question about cats, just say you've got one and it's called Fluffy. There's no need to drag your stupid Uncle Michael into it.
2: What are you going to give us today for us? Well, it's a speech from a new play by an author and writer Colin Home, called Anger and it's about people who are marginalised and trivialised in life. I will be playing the part of Brian, who's come to see his mother at the old people's home, where she now resides in the latter stages of sonality. Sounds like a bundle of
0: lapses. laughs. Uh,
2: just before you start,
0: um, what do you think about the range of spaghetti sauces Butch Cassidy does? Uh, I, I... 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 I like them. Very good answer. Now you're using your head. Well done, Malcolm. Play continue. Um, There's there's
2: a line in the middle of it for you to do. Oh, there's a line for me, is there? Who am I playing? Uh, It's there. It's the mother. I'm not playing the mother. (laughs) Anger, by Colin Holm. Do you know, mother, when I was a baby... You never showed me any affection. I felt marginalised and trivialised. And it's only because I've been having more appointments with the psychiatrist. That I know now what I just said to be true to you. When I was growing up into manhood, you were always doing the club drinking with your friends. And what is ironical to me now is now I find you In the final stages of senility. (laughs) It's you now. Well, I'm not
0: happy being a woman. Um, I want that to go on record, Malcolm. Um, I got this dress on VE Day. Have I had my dinner? Did I like it? Everything's dark. Malcolm, is that you? Malcolm, just a minute. You said you were playing Brian. Brian. Um, this is one of your stupid plays, isn't it?
2: It's not stupid. It's it's poignant and distressing.
0: Well, if you're going to do one of your silly pieces of nonsense, you're asking for it. You should be doing one of the classics, uh, Romeo and um, Juliet, Bravo or something. <laughs> oh, look at the time! Thanks to you. Give me a hand to put these jars in the box. I'll miss the lunchtime rush if we don't get going.
2: I've got to go to the lavatory first. My stomach's churning. All I can taste is onions. Uh, (laughs) Well, hurry up. And don't forget to wash your hands when you've done in there.
1: It's
2: a premium product
0: you'll be handling.
1: (laughs) To tell you the truth, though.
2: That we don't have much call for Pickle Lily these days. It's more mayonnaise, sweet corn relish, you know, cucumber relish, that sort of thing. Oh,
0: wait until you've tasted it. Malcolm's had some. He went into ruptures about it, didn't he? <laughs> oh, I need to laugh it again. <laughs> do you know? Anyway, Jerry, look. I'll stand here, and when you do a sandwich for someone, I'll say, how about having a little bit of Pickle Willie on it? <laughs> oh, Pickled egg. Pekingese. Pick eh? Hey? Piccanese? You mean piccolily? Of course I mean Lily. And you know what I mean. A piccolise, Jerry, is a little Chinese dog with a concertina for a head. <laughs> Anyone knows that? You want to get up there and see the world? You've been too long behind this counter.
2: Yeah, I think you might be right. What would you like, madam? What's that one? Coronation chicken. And that one behind it? Oh, that's egg mayonnaise. Oh, no. Uh, what's that one? Uh, tuna and sweet corn. Oh, I can't eat tuna. What did you say that one was? Oh, for crying out loud. I
1: beg your pardon?
2: Just pick
0: something, for goodness sake. It can't be that hard. Have you never had a sandwich before? It's got nothing to do with you. Oh, yes, it has. I'm doing all the penicillin on them. Pick a dilly. Oh, pick a bloody lily.
2: I don't want pick a lily.
0: Oh, you will when you've tasted it. Allow me, madam, to introduce you to a brand new range of gentlemen's relishes to hit the high streets. That's it, sir. Come on, gather round. The more, the merrier. Who's that on the label? That's me.
2: I'll tell you who that looks like. The little woman in the crankies.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not. It's a caricature of me. And for your information, clever dick, there isn't a woman in the crankies. There's a fat bloke with curly hair and a little (laughs) schoolboy. And I should know because I did Mother Goose with them. So I bet you feel a fool now, don't you, for falling for that? The oldest trick in the book. Eh? Yes, indeed. Count Arthur Strong's Piccadilly uses only the finest ingredients available to mankind. I personally sourced the bunions myself. Oh, not bunions. Onions. Not my cleaner Doris's fault, is that? She missed this morning with her feet. That's why I said bunions. So, sorry about that, everyone. Though why I should have to apologise for her deformed feet is some of a mystery to me. Now, have you made your mind up what sandwich you're having yet? Because you're holding everyone up with your indecisiveness.
2: I don't want piccalilli on it, whatever I have, thank you. Right,
0: shove off then, go on, clear
2: off. I have got time. Where have you been? I've got the runs.
1: <laughs>
2: you mean you've got the runs? Cricket? No. You know... The squits. Squits? Diarrhea. It's because of that lily. I keep burping as well.
0: Well, if you have got diarrhoea, and that's debatable, Malcolm, because you do tend to be hysterical by nature. It's got nothing to do with the quality of my premier product. That that's slander and libel is that. Let he who threw the first stone speak now or forever hold his peace. Amen. Hey, where are you all going? He had a bad stomach when he came round this morning. His nerves have given him diarrhea. Just have a taste, it's all free.
2: Arthur, look, I don't think this is working out, is it? <laughs> Oh, Mom, stop justice. making such a meal of it. Look, I should be preparing myself for my audition, not carrying boxes of pickles around. Oh, stop
0: it, will you? I'm, I'm, I'm taking your mind off it. Um, I dare say you'll thank me for my efforts when you're topping the bill on Sunday night at the London Palladium, won't you? Hello, Arthur. What have you got there? Do you mean in the box or holding it? <laughs> I told him not to
2: put those leg warmers on. Oh, in the box? I oh, know, Malcolm. Good afternoon, Mr Taylor. Can I please use your lavatory, please? Well, it's not really for the customers. Mm. It is a matter of some extreme urgency. (laughs) Well, well, you better go ahead, then. It's back there. First door you come to, past the cold store. Thank you! Is he all right? I'm
0: beginning to wonder. Um, Now then, Wilf, let's get down to brass talks. (laughs) If I were to say to you I could quadruple your sales charts... What would you think about that? Well, Arthur, uh, I'd be interested. Oh, uh, Wilf, I can see you're an entrepreneur after my own heart. Wonderful to have you on board. Now, let's have a look. Um, you'll have to shift all that off the counter and move, move that tray of liver. I don't want any of your offal in people's eyeline. Why? What are you doing? We've got to make a dedicated point of sales area. Come on, Wilf, keep up. Uh, We'll probably need another till as well once word gets round. We can put your David on that. Where is he, by the way? I've a bone to pick with him. He told me he had a a GEC in O-level art or something. I have to say, the feedback I'm getting would not seem to back up that assertion. (laughs) Why, he's at the abattoir. Look, I'm not sure what's going on, Arthur. Well, I've only got one word to say to you. Piccadilly. 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 No, not Piccadilly, you twit. The other one. You've got me at it now. Um, You're getting mixed up with the place, Nelson's Column. Um, Though if I can come to your defence, Wilf, they are very similar. So don't be too hard on yourself about it. (laughs) We all make mistakes. I'm afraid I'm still not with you. Oh, dear. Give me a spade. I'll paint you a picture. Um, (laughs) Here. Have a look at this. Now, then. Charles of Piccadilly? Bullseye, but no ordinary piccadilly Wolf. Look more closely at the label. Who's that? Oh, you as well.
2: <laughs> what do you mean, who's that? Looks like the little bloke that was in that uh, fantasy island. The midget with a funny voice. Yeah, yeah, David used to do it.
0: Well, it's not a midget with a funny voice. For your information, it's me. It's a todding caricature of me.
1: It's
0: your David's done that, you know. Well, I hope you didn't pay him for it. I've, um, negotiated a deferred payment with him. And you won't to to sell, them. Oh, there won't be any selling involved. It'll walk out of the shop when word gets round. Just look at, um, what's it, sir, Him that jumped off the cliff, you know, um, Billy the Kid. The supermarkets can't put it out fast enough, Billy the Kid stuff. Billy the Kid?
2: Oh, excuse me, Arthur.
0: I'll just set some of these jars up while you're serving. I'll do a pyramid with them. Well, hang on a minute. Oh, don't worry, I can manage.
2: <laughs> I mend the money. I mend the m- Oh, look at the state of you. I don't think I'm going to be able to go for my audition for Cats the state that a Lily's left my stomach in. You said you couldn't keep out of the lavatory when you turned up for your lesson this morning. Yeah, but that was only me nerves. I didn't have the runs then. What have you put in it?
0: Ah, well, that'll be my secret ingredient that has to go to the grave with me. Um, Unless I pass it on to somebody on my dying deathbed, which I might do. Don't press me on it, Malcolm. There's a lot of people in the queue ahead of you.
2: (laughs) Well, it was my big break, and now it's gone. Ruined. I might as well just pack it all in now. Oh, for crying
0: out loud, get the violin out. Let's all have a... sing song. (laughs)
2: Yes, but Cameron Mackintosh is going to do the auditions. Oh, you don't know. I'd like to make a
0: crisis out of a mountain, don't you? <laughs> Who did you say was coming? Carmen Miranda? <laughs> Cameron Mackintosh. He's a big West End producer. Oh, I was going to say, she's been dead for years, Carmen Miranda has. She had the hat with all the fruit on it. Oh, there was um, plums, um, <laughs> bananas, um, all sorts. Apples. There was a Pineapple such humours, a couple of grapefruits, and I have a feeling there was a pomegranate in there somewhere. Must have weighed a ton. She probably died of a broken neck with all that fruit on her head. Wouldn't have been starvation, would it? You could live for a fortnight off a hat like that. So this, um, what's his name, Um, cameraman,
2: you know, the raincoat, you said, Um, he's a big producer, is he? Oh, he's done everything. Les Miserables, Annie, Chess. Um, well, look, i I tell you what.
0: uh, Not that I'm accepting responsibility in any way, shape or form for your diarrhoea. That's all your affair is, that. And I neither desire nor seek any part in the whole messy business. (laughs) Um, Look, I'll go over and see them for you. You know, explain your indisposition and get them to see you another day. I'm not without influence in the business, as you know, Malcolm... Would you? Oh, of course, dear boy, of course I would. And you can do me a favour in return. You can stop here and start setting my peccadillo, Peccadillo. Oh, pick willow whatever it is. And um, you'd only just be the other side of the fridge from Wolf's lavatory for when you have your next attack. <laughs> Which, judging by the way you're hopping around, I would suggest is somewhat imminent. Ah, <laughs> oh, there you are, told you. <laughs> That's four pounds, love. Ah, now then, madam, just before you settle up, could I ask you a question? When you're having a pork pie, do you ever think to yourself, there's something missing?
2: I don't like pork pies. I don't like the jelly in them.
0: Well, not a pork pie, then. Um, A Scotch egg.
2: Oh, they repeat on me something dreadful, Scotch eggs. It give me heartburn. Oh, all
0: right, then. A a slice of boiled ham. Just an ordinary slice of ordinary boiled ham.
2: Oh, no, not boiled ham. It's all slimy. I can't bear to touch it.
0: (laughs) Dear me, look, what have you come in here for? What have you just bought?
2: Bit of tripe for the dog. What are you asking all these questions for as an opinion poll?
0: That's right. I want to find out your voting intentions at the next general election. That's why I'm asking you about sodding pork pies.
2: (laughs) Oh, that's all very clever, isn't it? Who am I going to vote for, then?
0: Well, it sounds like the monster-raving lunatics (laughs) in another chance. Oh, I can't be bothered with you anymore. You're too much work for one pound twenty-five a jar. I'm off, Wilf. Oh, I've um, left Malcolm in charge. He's in the lavatory. In charge of what,
2: <sniffs> Arthur? <laughs> Thank you for coming. Name? Um,
0: Malcolm. Uh, Malcolm. Um, what was it? Um, uh, Malcolm Ditinsel, That's right. Uh, just slipped my mind for a second. Although I am thinking of changing it to something a bit less vulgar. Right, yes.
2: Nice leg
0: warmers. Are
2: you trying to be funny? No, no, they uh, They suit you, yeah. Well, uh, in, in your own time, please. <clears throat> Midnight! la 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 la,
0: la, la. Die, die. I've, I've not really had much of a chance to have a proper look at this. Um, what with a Pickled Willie? Oh, Piccadilly! Bloody idiot, Malcolm and his Pickled Willie. I mean, not Malcolm. I, I'm uh, Malcolm. I mean, the other one. Um, anyway, look, if I do get the part, I will learn it properly, if you have any reservations. So, don't be concerned about that. I'm known for my line learning. La, 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 la. Ooh, have you switched keys? Um, oh dear me! I usually have my own pianist, Carmen. That's what's throwing me. Um, I'll start again. Midnight. Oh, I'll count you in. Um, one, two. Midnight. La 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 la. <laughs> Appearing with Count Arthur Strong were Joanna Neary, Alistair Kerr, Dave Mountfield and Terry Kilkelly as Malcolm. The script was written by Steve Delaney and edited by Graham Duff. Count Arthur Strong's radio show was recorded live at Comedia Brighton, is produced by John Leonard and Mark Radcliffe, and is a joint Comedia Entertainment and Smooth Operations production.
1: Thank you.